Hey everybody, welcome to Views from the Bridge podcast, the podcast about your second place, for now, uh, Philadelphia Union, brought to you by uh, the Beautiful Game Network, at bgn.fm on the interwebs, and at bbgnfm on the Twitters, uh, Roughneck Scarves, roughneckscarves.com, and Golden Gold Press. Thank you for all three of those wonderful, wonderful uh, companies and things for sponsoring us. Uh, I'm your host, as most of the time, transition expert, apparently, uh, Evan Valella. If only that would translate to our soccer team this week, but whatever. Uh, joined uh, by, uh, well, uh, some friends of mine that have had a couple of beverages today over the course of this Memorial Day holiday. Chuck Booth is one of them. Hey. <laughs> I'm just oh, never gonna get one of oh, these. No. You're never, you're never. For as good as I am at tra- transitions, you're very, very. The bad fact at that you were set up to get out yeah. of the preconceived <laughs> notion that you're maybe you're a little, tra- yeah, I gave you an for you to I just mean, laugh yeah. into the microphone. Yeah. At this That's point, so on brand. It was good. Does, doesn't it feel more natural if I don't yes. get it at this point? Yes, it does. One thousand uh, percent. Hey man, I missed you last week. I'm glad that you're back to bring uh, the rants that I know that you have in the chamber uh, about this game. Yeah, it's, so you, it's good you to made be up back. for lost time. Yes, I too missed you. Uh, hey, the other guy that missed Chuck is uh, well, he had some <coughs> on earlier, and then I told him that no one would get the visual gag on an audio podcast, and that's the life that we live in. But it's uh, it's Paul Katrina Jr. What's up, man? What's up? It's Paul Katrina Jr. Wearing it a is. sombrero. <laughs> None of you guys can see the sombrero, but I guarantee you. I do all. think it's funny that you're the only person that consistently has to have your entire name said on the podcast. I mean, it's my brand. I got in trouble with um, <laughs> uh-huh. a couple people at some government offices because, oh no, like different serial or uh, not. What is it? Different social security. <laughs> different numbers. serial killers. Uh huh. <laughs> different uh, social security numbers come up for me and my dad, so I had to start oh, no. fully using Junior. Like, this woman freaked out at me going, uh, Your daddy gave you that name for a reason! And so, I had to start putting the Junior on there. At the end. Good. Good. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, guys, I uh, I like that we talk about government agencies and, and bad at intros and things, but, uh, speaking of being bad, the Philadelphia Union did not look great against your Portland Timbers. Uh, they lost final score three to one. Um, I know you guys have rants, but I will say uh, one: if the Union are looking at a DP striker, they might want to look towards Liga MX, uh, or just you know young Argentinian kids in general. They seem to like to score goals in America, and uh, not terrible when you realize that I don't think anyone had a lot of film on Brian Fernandez going into this game. Uh. I know. I know. I'm wrong. I can be wrong. It's fine. Oh no, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong whatsoever. It's like, just that was that was frustrating to watch. Um, it was frustrating to watch. And I mean if you look at the stats, it doesn't get any better. Uh, Timbers were outshot eighteen to nine for my hockey fans. Shots on target were actually five to seven in favor of the Timbers, so there's that. Uh, but if you control sixty three percent of the ball and, you know, lose by two goals, that's a bit frustrating. Well, so the Tempers had Diego Chara and we didn't. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, phenomenal. I mean, unfortunately, I think the Tempers have 100% shown the blueprint to beat the Union. The yes. good thing is I believe there's only about four teams in the league that have good enough players to execute that. 
Yeah, when yeah. you, I think when you look at it, um, close up, it's we basically got outclassed by talent in this game. Just the talented players on Portland's team were and, far better than, you know, the high level talent that the Union have. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I mean, you know, there's a couple of, of center attacking mids in MLS throughout the years uh, that have always captured my attention. Diego Valeri is, is one of them. He's wonderful. At uh, John Crisafi on Twitter said Roland Alberg, you know, and and asked whether or not he gets a goal in either of the matches against Seattle or Portland uh, as a joke. And jokingly, I'll say yes, he scores twice. Um, no, but the, the Timbers have a really great midfield uh granted that's basically two people valeri and uh and chara but those guys are absolute workhorses uh and yeah chuck like like you said the good news is that not every team has daigo chara like so and not every team has a brian fernandez (laughs) no and there's a a couple but yeah and only one other team in the league can counter like portland yes the Colorado Rapids can counter with really bad soccer. Is that that's what you meant, right? Oh yeah, totally. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> no, um, listen, like, I don't know. The positive here is that Casper got a goal, right? He's he's back on. Um, the positive is also that this team is still in second place in the East, which you know I don't think we expected at the end of May. Um, and uh, I mean, unless I, I don't know, I Chuck, I know you wanted to talk about Ale. Um, uh, that I mean, that can wait until we get into the game because he did something really bad that I'm sure we'll discuss. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, so let's get it. Like, where uh, where's the jumping off point for this one? Obviously, it's it's a disappointing loss at home. This, the atmosphere in the stadium was wonderful, by the way. Um, one interesting sure. que- question that I actually have. Um, because there's been a, a great bit of things going on around, is this game different if Marco Fabian plays? Um, personally, and I'm sure you two may be in agreement with me here, I, don't, I say no. I, uh, I would like to see what he would do against Chara. I, I don't know who... Because yeah. Aronson... Aronson still created five chances, yeah. even in only playing a half and clearly being bullied by Charo. And clearly yeah. getting his foot stepped on. on oh, yeah. Well, but I mean, like, there's not a guy that sums up welcome to MLS like Chara. Yeah, it, it, it's Like, that's a dude force. where it's like, oh, you're new here. Let me introduce you to the physicality of this league. And so I think, like, getting this fixture against Portland I mean I guess I would rather it be well whatever but like getting this fixture out of the way kind of early on and like not having to deal with them again for a little bit is is massive Um, and I am probably I might be alone but I like the two fixtures coming up against Colorado and Minnesota for the Union to get some points here yeah because this this doesn't go over a lot more (laughs) A lot better if the Union didn't just get off a very long, unbeaten streak that they yeah. haven't achieved in their entire club's history. So right. you don't have a perfect season ever. You don't get to have a season where you just don't 
lose a game the entire time. And and I think I think in our in our even just like seeing Union Twitter or even in the, in some of the questions that we got, which are uh, <laughs> the very like Philadelphia way of dealing with grief sounds like it's serious but like dealing with disappointment is by being sarcastic and things like that but like we've seen some like negadelphia or like the self-deprecating things where it's like oh are we gonna see more of ollie at right back and and stuff like that and like it's funny uh (laughs) and it's and and it's disappointing um but i think this year there's definitely a you know well someone had to beat us at some point uh, and I'm not super mad that it was this Portland team yeah, because I mean, let it you know, be they, a team they that won. Well. And also, now Portland has four wins in their last six. So yeah, so it's clearly not like they're pushovers. Yeah, yeah. Now if this happens against Colorado, we go into yeah, Portland, well, we win that game two nothing. You know, we've right. established ourselves as a clear force in yeah. MLS, and then you go into a Wednesday game of Colorado. And you poop the bed, then then too, you have yeah. real reason to be, yeah, a yeah. little, little more yeah. pissed off. But this is this is a very good Portland team, and the fact that you can bring a Sebastian Blanco off the bench and right just keep running at this squad, you know, yeah. The, the only real issue for the Union in that game were a couple of uh, just defensive lapses that were so for sure so blisteringly quick in those split seconds that Portland just capitalized on well, and, these incredible and chances they that they were, got. They were such, like, massive... And, I, Chuck, I guess this is all feeding in your, in your piece on LA, but, like, they were such weird, like, bad lapses that I have a hard time believing that that's going to be something that consistently happens, especially because I know that this team is probably working on set pieces and defensive positioning all week this week in training. Well... One, I think they've been working on set pieces all season because they've been crap at them all year. Yeah, Um, Yeah, whatever they're doing in practice, stop doing that and and do something else. Well, and it it really doesn't make any sense because Mm. if you look at their roster, um, Aronson and Madunian should be good at delivering set plays. Yes. And... You have two massive center backs that do yeah. nothing. Um, this is the this is actually the one place where you do miss Mark McKenzie because mm-hmm. he can get his head onto a ball and hopefully do something with it. And like Trusty and Elliot are good with their feet, but they don't yeah. use their size to their advantage. And it's not like the Union have a midfielder that's getting up in the box. Yeah. And, you know, that Mark is incredibly aggressive in the air um, and has that, Paul, like you were saying last week, that, like, alpha personality where if he goes up with somebody, there's a point in pride for him of winning that ball from them. Not saying that the other guys don't have that, but I think especially aerially for Mark, that's a big proving point. Yeah, it's not really a knock on anyone's talent if you don't right. have that aggression in the air. It's just a testament to how Mark McKenzie's always played the game. You know, he's just, mm. he's going to go up there every single time. And it's almost as if he's willing himself to hang up there for a split yeah. second more to just yeah. Yeah, yeah. make contact yeah. with it. And it's just, it's natural. And I think it, it's not something that terribly hinders Elliot's or 
trustees game, mm. but they do need to be involved more because there's yeah. a clear physical advantage that the union are not taking advantage of on these set oh, pieces. Sure. Especially yeah. if you're going to, you know, if, if set pieces are so crucial about you getting back into defensive positioning, mm. have Bedoya and Madunyanin just covering the space behind there. Let your fullbacks linger a bit, and then just put have cover for your center backs right there. And you know you've got your main attackers in the box, you've got your main tall targets in the box, and you've got defensive cover for yourself while you shift back into a regular formation. I just mm. I don't see the difficulty in seeing. Oh look, this actually works out pretty well. Right. <laughs> Um, are we ready to talk about the midfield? Yeah. So, number one, is it me or did, like, everything just seems slow against Portland? Yeah. yeah. Um, and if this is going to be the game where you're, like, leggy in this set, I'm not super worried. Partly because you don't have to travel to Colorado. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have to go to Minnesota, but at least you're home for the Wednesday. Yeah, and Minnesota's not that bad of a road trip. No, I mean... It's, it's, a, it's a tough environment because we're going to... It's like it's a bit of a fortress right now, yeah. But, yeah. but it's a beatable team. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Home field advantage I mean, uh, only goes so far into a game. Sure, yeah. But that is the game that I am concerned about because sure. of Ozzy Alonso. Another very Chara-esque. Yeah. 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 I got. I'm. I'm with you now. I got you. Gonna yeah, have to see where Fabian is going in. I mean, game. they they are one of the teams that can 100 percent do what Portland did. Mm-hmm. They're just at least not as clinical on the counter. Right. Well, they don't have Diego Valeri. Yeah, they you do know, have like, Darwin Quintero, who's kind of a bit um, slumping recently, but yeah. it's only a matter of time until he's back. But, but let's hope he gets that, that time well, back against uh, Atlanta. Well, what we want to hope is that they don't that they don't drop Angelo Rodriguez in this game because yeah. Quintero and Angelo Rodriguez cannot play together. But if Angelo Rodriguez does not play, Quintero has a field day. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess that brings up like. Before we talk about the the two games coming up, or if we want to go back to to Portland real quick, like to lump in the questions we got about our predictions for Wednesday, uh, ideally, how many points did the Union get from these two games combined? I suppose four. Four. Yep. Okay, we're on agreement. Great. <laughs> you uh, need four. I'm I'm sure we're all well, thinking they pick I mean, up three you, at home and they you get need one three, but you want four or more. You, you need yeah, you need. I don't even want to say need, but like three makes I'm, life on you in you know August a lot easier than it does. The way this league works, I'm honestly okay dropping any game away to a Western Conference team. Yeah. Period. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Because, like, it's, it's one of those things where it looks like it matters um, just in the smaller picture. But when you get to the end of the season and you see the Seattle Sounders always making their run, 
it doesn't right. matter. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. The, those points really only matter for that annoying guy that brings up the fact that Philadelphia is not a first-place team, but rather mm-hmm. a blank-place team in the Supporter Shield race because yeah. that's clearly the bar that we have set for ourselves on Philadelphia. Which is a good bar. It's a great bar. It's a fantastic bar. It's a repetitive bar that beats you over the head every single chance it gets. But Well, and the other thing that's nice about the schedule a lot of the Western Conference trips are out of the way. Yeah. RSL in July. And then there's another one down here somewhere. San Jose in September. That could be a real interesting one, depending on how they keep going. But, yeah. But, and then, of course, the the late season Columbus crew match. Yeah, well, you're actually right. We have, but, have played, like... All Every, of the West already. Basically, the yeah. entire Western Conference road trips are out of the way. And no LAFC on the schedule. Uh, nope. Uh, oh wait, 14. never mind. They come. Yeah. They come to Philly. But that's a home game, so like that's also awesome. not, not as terrible. And you think they've clinched everything by then? <sighs> LA probably right. What month? What month is that game in? It's mid September. Mid September. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Just hopefully they have nothing to play for. So, like, it's a it's a kind schedule once you get through this, and then once you get past that, like, goofy home-and-home home in three days against Orlando City. Yeah, you're probably only getting three points in that, but... I would imagine each team wins at home, maybe. I don't know. Or it's two No, each team wins away. It's Orlando. Yeah, per- yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, you know, so... So we want four points. I think, I think there's a very real feeling that Philly do the business against Colorado at home. Um, I would like to see Alejandro Bedoya get set against Colorado at home. Yeah, I know you, it won't, okay. I know it won't actually happen. Sure. Um, but... Go on, though. He was so bad. And I know that I know that the field has been having issues. Yeah. But slipping, leading directly to a goal... It's just yeah. one of the worst things that you can do. Like, literally reach back and foul someone. Yeah. So, devil's advocate, we've talked about how bad the field's been. Is it a, is it a field thing? I mean, obviously, he, like, it, it sucks regardless, but is there is there maybe but not it, a bit it of It really a, didn't look the like field a field thing issue. Is, <laughs> the field thing is only really an excuse for the away team. Fair. Because yeah. even if you look at NYCFC, they have yeah. the worst field in the league. They but do. their players know how to play on it. Yeah, well, it's because it's where they practice, eh? Exactly. Well, no, it's not. Well, for the union it is, but anyway. Um, and then the other thing is, is all I wanted those guys where you just kind of have to let them play through it. Yeah, yes. because, not, because not if anyone's like going to rip but him. he's the kind of guy that just wants to get out of it by playing. Yeah, if any... If anyone's the most upset about this, it's him. Like right. he's the one. He doesn't need to listen to any of these podcasts. He's in his room just screaming at himself in the mirror, going, "You're an idiot, dude. You need to like make up for this big time." Because, yeah. I mean, at that point, one nothing against this Portland team was looking okay, mm-hmm. given the fact that the Union were really pressing well against Portland. They were. Them trying their to second build... half was much better than their first, for sure. Yeah, and then, you know, that just happens, and it's like glimpses of Gerard all over again. 
and you're going, this can't be it. This really, this yeah. really can't be how they get this second goal. And sure enough, it is. It's just, yeah. it's unfortunate, but I, I think Bedoya has earned the respect of a lot of individuals on that team where if his name is on the team sheet, you kind of don't even question it at this point, given the work rate alone and the energy that he brings. Um, but never at right back. Yeah. Never at right back. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and do we see do we see a Sergio Santos cheeky Minnesota United start? It would be nice. Just to get some rotation in there? I think, um... Yeah, I, I think you go Santos Shabilko. Um... Think or, or, I mean, you might see Marco Fabian. Yeah, he's got to play in here somewhere, right? Which if which he's healthy, do which do you rotate the home game or do you rotate the away game? Do you rotate the away game? Yeah, yeah, because those, like I said, those points really don't matter in the grand scheme of it. Like it'd be great to beat Minnesota, but sure. the goal is not to beat Minnesota. It's absolutely to keep fans oh, the, coming out. It's, too. Okay. I it's, mean, the goal is always it, to beat the other team in front of you, but, but the goal, the severity of not doing that is, is a lot less. To if, if not it's... let Connor Casey come into your home and take <laughs> points. And Keegan Rosenberg. Connor Casey. No one right. cares about Keegan except like five people anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's Colorado's a, that's a, still that's a been Katrino take. Points. If I've ever heard, sorry, a Katrina Junior take. If I've ever heard one. <laughs> About what? I mean, most of the naysayers... people most, here care about Keegan Rosenberg? Most of the naysayers yeah. about the trade have at least realized that Keegan's crap, too. Fair. Well... Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Can we go, just go ahead and pull up his defensive numbers for the season? I mean, we really don't like. have... We actually don't have to because it's probably pretty gross. They're bad. They're not yeah. good, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to look... Spoiler alert for yes. the people who are, like, actively looking right now. They're listening to this podcast going, I bet you... No, it it just can't be. I mean, he was a MLS Rookie of the Year finalist. No, nah, they're not good. They're, well, they're just... that was because there were only what three rookies eligible. Yes. <sighs> Let's not get me on the tangent about what Rookie of the Year means and why MLS does it wrong. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the Newcomer of the Year is more of the Rookie of the Year for me. Essentially, well, they should have an under twenty-three of the year. Yes, they, I, I don't get why they don't do a Young Player of the Year, but that's because MLS.com does their 23 under 23. Yeah, that's fair. But still, uh, anyway, tangent. <laughs> uh, where, what are we on? I'm sorry. We're talking about a soccer team. About the rookie thing. Um, oh, good. Um, we're on, yeah. Beating down Carter Casey. Oh, right. So, I mean... <sighs> This really just feels like if you can keep Colorado off the score sheet, which isn't terribly hard, they haven't really signed anybody. Well, it's I mean, actually like... really hard to do. The one thing Colorado is good at scoring goals. So they play wide open games, I guess, is what is what the thing that is, boils down that to. Boat, yeah. That bodes extremely well for this could Philly be like a seven two game. Yeah. Yeah. And and the question about uh let me, let me pull it up right quick on the Twitters. At VFTBpod, if you want to get questions in, we will work them into our discussion. Uh, so naturally, so f- so free-flowing with our transition as, master. You know, 
Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It is, I, you know, it happens. Uh, there is one about. I also want to credit people that ask them. Oh, uh, Justin Friedberg at Union Nut Twenty Six. Uh, do these games with teams bunkering highlight the need for a difference maker up top? Uh, now, what's nice is we don't have to worry about that against Colorado because they don't bunker. They play very open, weird, bad soccer. Um, yes. But I think Minnesota is is going to be one of those teams, and I think Portland was one of those teams where you need someone that can unlock them a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, got to it's got to be someone that has to draw the attention of if do, not two, then three people in the box because if you don't close out, it's going to be punishment. And this is a bit of a leading question: Do we have anybody on our team right now who's been known to do that, or how? Like, do do we grab somebody? Who do we grab? There's no one I can confidently say on this team right now that I consider a threat that demands the attention of two two or three people. Well, Except we for Montenegro. Who it should be. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, there's a guy that might have been advertised as such. but I'm, I'm really just holding out the slightest bit of hope yeah. that that actual guy and Mexican International yeah. shows up mid-season. Yeah. But... I'm also concerned that he's spending far too much time away from the team right now for that guy yeah. to show up anytime soon. That's fair. It, like, best case scenario, he goes to Mexico. They have a good prop. I mean, maybe win the gold cup. I don't know. Um, don't you dare right. say that on this. I, sorry. Uh, whatever. I don't know. You on Memorial around? Day. I know, it was very unpatriotic of me, I apologize. Um, sorry everybody. Me and my but, uh, sombrero no. are very upset at you. Like, is the is the best case scenario that he, like, has this weird awakening when he's with Mexico and comes back and is like a world destroyer? Well, you hope that he gets this taste with Mexico yeah. and then decides that I want to come back and be a world destroyer to get into real games for Mexico. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Because this, could, ver- like this weird... could very much be his last World Cup if he wanted to even go for one in in Qatar. Like uh, he will be what thirty two three. Yeah, it's not terribly like above. That. It's not terribly above the retirement line for those World Cups, but right. you're there. <laughs> Once you're there, yeah, right. There's nothing after that. So, I, I, it would be wonderful to see. Just because sure. you know the quality of talent you have with him, if if he's healthy, if he's confident, yeah. um, I think the time spent with his teammates will kind of it, it'll show him how to play that free flowing build up, yeah. and potentially be able to translate it with this team. I don't know, guys. How am I yeah. not this? Co- I... How am I not this confident in Marco Fabian's ability? Because he's shown us no reason to be. I know he hasn't shown it yet. Well, (laughs) and the things that he is good at end up hampering the things that this union team are good at because he doesn't share. Yeah. Um, Because realistically, the next best player that's not Casper Shabilko in those situations Uh is... Probably winger Fafa Pico. Oh, hey, that's convenient. You said that. 
uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of, of difference makers and people that can change things. See? It's, wow. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Vince wow. A. at Just a Goofball over on the Twatters. Uh, Twatters! This is, uh, this is just from your own opinion. Thanks, I'm, I'm glad we got cleared to have... Sorry, Vince. Anyway. Uh, if you could add any one MLS player to this union team, who would you add and why? And before everyone goes, well, I mean, clearly Carlos, Carlos Vela. Yeah. Carlos Vela. We... We, Discussions we over. We gotta a, get Carlos Vela. Yeah, we all made a pact that we wouldn't pick him. Okay, but um, because that would be boring and predictable. Gentlemen, uh, Chuck, thank you for saying Papa Pico is a winger, because who I'm choosing uh, is Glasgow's favorite MLS player, former Dundee United man, current Sporting Kansas City boy, uh, Jonathan Simpson Snedden Russell. Or Johnny Russell. Johnny, is that really his Johnny actual Hustle name? That is his Russell. shoot name, friend. Um. Yeah. He's pro. He's probably feeling some type of way after Derby County lost today. Yeah. Well, you know, he'll be all right. Guys, uh, he might be one of the best players currently playing at his position in MLS. Oh my and god! Because yeah. He's, I I I'd he's, say he's probably the most explosive player yes. playing at his position. And and I think. The union needs someone, and, and like, yeah. Oh, do we have too many wingers now? Like, maybe. Well, I don't know. well uh, number one, JK, Ernest we don't Tanner play would wingers. tell you, yeah, no, no, we no, don't, because wingers don't play on this team. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but you know, he's explosive, and that's a guy where if you bring him on as a starter, he's explosive. If you bring him on off the bench, which I don't know why you do that right now, but whatever, he's explosive. Like and and he's a veteran presence, and he's crafty, and I think the union need a guy like that, and not like they're gonna trade to get him or anything, but like, you know, there's there's guys out there that exist that can do this, and he's 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 got that Bedoya kind of fire to him as well, which I like. I think that's partly just because he's Scottish. Oh, but. Philly! Oh, Philly would eat up Johnny Hustle Russell. Oh my God. Him on this team, absolutely. I want to. I want Johnny Russell and James Chambers just to talk to each other for like five minutes. Oh, that would be beautiful. See, anyway, uh, Chuck, who's who's your pick? Um, I would do two things with this pick. Okay. Because one, you're you traded we- for Gam and Tam. You're weakening one of the biggest forces in the Eastern Conference, okay. and then two, you're adding a true number nine-ish yeah. to this team, and yeah. that's Herbert from NYCFC. Um, because he does all of the good things that Union fans want with running the channels, pestering defenses, but he also has a shot. And not only can he shoot in the box, but he can shoot from distance. Yeah. So having him and Shabilko together in a lineup mm. a defense really could never sleep fair yeah and that's like that. and that's kind of the deadly that that's the deadly technique you've kind of miss in this team because there's no one 
at the striker position right now that you think is going to convert half their chances because it's just such a small sample size at this point. That's why I want to see Santos so bad, though. Yeah, I think he definitely has the ability to. He looked very good late in the game coming on. He looked explosive. He's quick, yeah, the good with his feet. Is... And I, I still think that the difference maker is needed to be brought yeah. into this team up top. I know a couple weeks ago I was saying I'm not rushing to storm the gates saying that we and need I, a DP striker, but... I wouldn't, like, rush it. Like, I wouldn't just try to do it as soon as you can when the window opens. Like, you need to take your time with it. But, like, I, I think there's definitely a benefit to having another guy in the in the squad, for sure. Yeah, yeah de- I mean... And you definitely want the right guy. Right. I'm right. sure they have people in mind already, but it's just a matter oh, of not to. even... Be- yeah, you know, they've... Tanner seems like a guy where if he wants to go get something done, he's going to be right. working on it, and then once well, he's allowed to go through with it, yeah, he'll just go ahead and do it. And then he'll have a video out four hours later explaining why he did it. He'll be like, alright, the league office told us we have $375,000. So we did this. He'll be like, alright, cool. Uh, Paul, I like your pick uh, because it's vastly different from Chuck and I. Chuck and I both went offensive. Yeah, I actually um, am going on the defensive end and picking Roman. He's still going offensive. Yeah, I, that's the thing. That's the thing that's so <laughs> wonderful about it. This is Kai Wagner's... This is his brother, man. This is his brother that goes plugged right into this lineup. I don't lineup. think Kai Wagner's French. Ah, uh, don't care. Nah, don't, don't you right. dare kill my beautiful picture I'm painting here. Um, I'm Imagine sorry. if we had a player who plays wow. like Kai Wagner on the right side of the field. Ooh, really? Yeah, you're looking at Roman oh. Montagnier from Minnesota United, which is going to be fun to watch coming up in this Saturday game because the dude is quick. He can dribble with the ball. He tests goalkeepers from outside the box, which is something we plead Ray Gaddis never to do because we <laughs> always know where it's going to end up. Shot on target percentage is up there with the defenders in MLS. He's one of the top 10 crossers in Major League Soccer right now. Completed passes, top five at his position in MLS right now. His work rate offensively is ridiculous, and his stamina is insane. Yeah. He's making these late tackles of like the 80th minute, 90th. Like he's going so deep into games, and he's 29 years old too. He's got experience at the position. It's not like we're trying to teach someone how to work into a system. He's a European product. He was actually he's born in Madagascar. That's just freaking awesome. Period. You really did your research right here. There. Yeah. Oh, high on did the. Did you guy, watch the dude. movie in anticipation for this podcast? <laughs> Think of the marketing ability if we got a guy from Madagascar. Come the on. The Tifa would be phenomenal. Come on, guys. Right, have a good time with that. Ernst, I'm talking directly to you. Look well, up Madagascar's top ten players. Can you get penguins I guarantee you he'll be up there. No, I don't want the penguins. <laughs> I don't. This is man. <laughs> I, from Paul. Paul, why did you cup your hands like around the microphone like anyone could see that too? You're doing a lot of like visual gags. Tonight. He wants us to go on YouTube. Well. And it's working because I'm explaining them after they happen. So like everyone's getting what they what they wanted tonight, apparently. 
people are getting a feel. Of oh, how they're getting operate. so much they did not ask for tonight. Yeah, well, I mean that's every week here, isn't it? No. This is true. Happy yeah. Memorial Day. This is America. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, Golden can say something. <laughs> um, you already know mine. Yes. I mean, uh, hold on. Let me see if I have any more questions. Uh, that's from a girl that I know. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh, J-Lock nice, nice executive decision there. Thank you. JLock936 asks, when will the Philadelphia Union hire me to teach the strikers the techniques used to score goals? When you send in your resume, I think. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't understand why you're sitting here asking questions on Twitter. You, you, if you fill there's out a, an application, I think they'll... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so you'll be brought talk in talk to Tanner. Weeks. Yeah. Uh, London Soccer Blog, at uh, LDN Soccer Blog, says, looking forward to it. That's not a question, but I appreciate it. We appreciate and you looking forward to our podcast. I, it's good. And uh, at the dupe skip, Gonzalez, uh, thoughts on Bedoya as a more permanent feature at right back. Uh, I'm going to say no thank you. I'm actually going to drive the next bus to Town Energy Stadium and yell next while I pass the stadium. I love the visual reference. At Alejandro Bedoya during practice one day. I mean, again, we don't want him to become Paul Ariola, so... No. no, we don't. You just go we- get the guy from Minnesota and you're fine. You don't even need him yeah. at right back. Not to mention his salary I- is uh, one of the smallest on the team at Minnesota right now. So, I don't know. You got a lot of fun money to play with. Just, uh, I don't know. We have a good bit of fun money, though. We're getting some fun money from Nashville next year. Remember? No, nah, it's all gone. No. And it's gone. <laughs> wow, look at that. Look at all this yeah. fun money we have. And... Yeah, I mean- Literally, that's that's the one thing that I'm actually concerned about when it comes to the transfer window is the fact that most of our money right now is locked up in Montero. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's. I mean, I'm sure Tanner will find something. Yeah. The nice thing about he's a king of loopholes. Right. Well, not even that. It's just the nice thing about having a very Europe-focused front office now, I guess, or, or GM, is that he knows guys in leagues that would kill for a shot in a in a top flight. And I think you can kind of talk down those salaries a little bit and bring those guys in for cheaper than what you could do in Europe because they're going to get to play top flight soccer. Uh, you mean like what we're paying Casper Shabilko to do what he's doing right now? Yeah, which maybe, is well, and, and and I mean that one was was there's injuries and things like that too. So I, I think there's a if you're not going to go into Argentina and find like a Josef Martinez or you know what have you, which we'll see, um, that's not a bad option either. Is to grab some of these younger kids and and you know, listen, do we see Michi Golina against Minnesota? Maybe I don't, I don't know. He's there. Um, Came on in the Portland game. Yeah, so I mean, there's options that this team has that they haven't really explored yet, and I think that's going to be interesting to see if we if we see the club get a little more um, bold in the next couple weeks, just because they haven't really played around with all their new toys yet, necessarily. Not to mention Corey Burke. I mean, geez, he might be back in time. I mean, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. I'm still not too concerned with seeing him start games. 
Fair. Guys, he's never coming back. I was just kidding. <sighs> okay. <laughs> God. It's like you don't want this man to, like, recover his things and, like, lead, lead a successful life or something. Uh, no, he could come back to America. Of, he's got he's an MLS salary. Get a U-Haul. Throw it in a truck. Put it on a boat. And then drive that U-Haul <laughs> to Jamaica? I don't Get understand. a boat. Get another boat. You just buy a boat. I think he's have a truck I'm waiting for the boat. I'm pretty sure his MLS salary yeah. would barely pay to transport this stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty so bad joke. Explain things. It was not great. I'm not gonna lie. MLS owners aren't allowed to pay for four charter flights a season. Humor tonight? Is that okay? <laughs> MLS owners aren't allowed to pay no, for more than four charter flights. Go... But yes, a player could it... absolutely pay for his stuff to be shipped from Philadelphia to Jamaica uh-huh. efficiently. And still have money uh, left over to support yourself while in tr- international. Paul, sh- Paul shut Paul. up. The okay. Golden Conceição needs to go to alcohol tonight. Oh, okay. The Golden Conceição goes to decisions that we've made earlier in the day, gentlemen. You're right. I regret everything. And and when I say we, I mean the both of you. Bailey, Paul. Yeah, well, I mean, Paul's always like this, though. And but Paul, throw me under but the bus. Paul, I'll- Paul this also finds a way to be on something for half of the podcast. He's either sick and hopped up on cold sir. Cold yeah, medicine. dude, you're like <laughs> always. Yeah, that's a good point. Neymar's not the captain of Brazil anymore. That's that's fun. Um, just random, throwing that out there. Uh, yeah. So uh, no, it, no, it, it can't go to Paul. We like him. Uh, you could have fooled me. I, I, buddy, come on now. You know I'm just kidding, guys. You know oh, it's all love. Oh, captain, uh, my captain. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know if we can. I. We might have to name our Paul the captaincy of this podcast. I'm not sure. No, uh, I'm. I just named my golden and say so. Oh yeah. Robin Williams. He can't accept that though because he's dead. <laughs> That's wow. Given the concession out of yeah. my humor tonight, you just made a Robin Williams joke. What? I'm giving it to Ale. Oh, okay, great. Paul, you're I hate both of you so much. Whatever. No, you don't. Take that back. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's, it's now been said and can never be taken back. You're right. Oh, it exists right. on the internet. It's forever. That's fair. I can't wait for someone to like, clip this and then be like, I hate you. That's going to be the intro next week. It's just Chuck saying, I hate all of you. And then me going, all right, let's do the podcast. Yeah. If There's a sound play right there. It works. All uh, right. Paul, you're golden. Can say so if you if you please. <sighs> guys, guys, this is a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Uh, I'm gonna you give it to it? I'm gonna give it yeah. to Brendan Aronson for having too much fun at prom the night before the Portland wow. game. Wow! Wow! Not being oh. an efficient playmaker uh, in the Philadelphia Union. I'm just Paul, kidding. I'm it's glad, Ray Gaddis. It's Thomas. Ray Gaddis again wow. for the defensive lapses during yeah. game, the game against Portland. Brendan, I uh, hope you had a blast at prom, dude. Not many people get to be a professional soccer player and go to prom. So, enjoy that. There's uh, There's been a couple of professional soccer players that have skipped their prom to go to soccer matches that they played in. But exactly. Some people don't ever get the chance to do both. So, uh, thank you to the Union and MLS Scheduling to have uh, Brendan Aronson's prom open for the union schedule. Um, Michael, oh man, 
I think it's I think it's Regattis because him being out of position made Alejandro Bedoya have to play right back. Yeah. And it made Jack Elliott look amazing. Well, I mean, it made Jack was... Elliott look pretty bad on a goal too. Yeah. Yeah, on the one, yeah. yeah, on the first Fernandez. Just because you had a hot take two weeks ago and you still like to stick to your guns doesn't mean you can you can get away with it, Paul. Yeah, no, I'm not always right. All right, Clearly. so I think uh, for the first time, our uh, our two time winner now of the Golden Conceso Regattas. It's only two. I think, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was three at least. I don't know. I don't know. Because he got a couple at the beginning of the season. We're going to go back. We're going to listen. We're going to keep... This, we really need to keep a, a chart. List. We do need to keep a chart going. I Yeah. We need to do that. We'll anyway. become more organized. What? Oof. Promises. Um, hey, right now we're releasing a podcast. Yep. That's, that's one step of organization. That's true. Next that's we'll true. add some t- st- statistics to the podcast. <laughs> if, if someone wants to outsource our work for us and run those statistics and figure out who has the most golden Conseils and who will end up winning the uh, Aluminum Alberg. Um, that, yeah. that would be... I'm going to just add Mike directly on this yeah. Yeah. to add this to his union spreadsheet work. Great. Yeah. It's That'll an effective work. use of his time. It's a super effective use of his time. Uh, hey, speaking of an effective use of your time, if you want to follow us on Twitter and get questions in and, and just interact with us in general, you can do that at VFTBPod. Check that out. It's good stuff. You can find all of our Twitters from there if you want to interact with us individually. Uh, but I'm not sure why you'd want to do that. I would love to interact with anyone online. That's fair. As long That's as fair. you're not a 45-year-old man hiding behind a picture of a 20-year-old girl. Are DMs open on the account? Do we know? Yes. They are. Yes, we okay, um, we, we got a few in the past couple of weeks. Um, so if you don't want your trash takes exposed on the internet to almost st- 200 people. If, even if you DM us, yeah. we will still expose your trash takes. Yeah, we'll screenshot it. We keep receipts around here. But we'll also thank you for effectively yeah. uh, giving us some feedback on our podcast. Yeah. Because uh, we appreciate all of just, hey, Luckily, we haven't gotten any trash takes on the podcast account, so just Paul's. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. providing it for the people so that they right? don't have so to... they don't feel the need to. I like it. It works out so well. I'm a martyr for all of you. Oh boy! Ouch! Wow! <laughs> Jeez! Oh, buddy! Well, we um... should end this before it gets any worse. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening. We will uh, we'll talk to you uh, after Wayne Rennie wakes up from his concussion he got at the hands of Matt Turner. Oh, that was bad. Take care, everybody. Wait, you have some ad reads to do. Oh, I do. You're right. Uh, you should definitely check out our friends, uh, the Beautiful Game Network podcast, which puts on uh, this podcast and like 900 other podcasts. It's a little ridiculous. Uh, check those guys out, like I said before, bgn.fm or at the bgn.fm. Uh, if you want to follow uh, us or listen to this, be sure to subscribe on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or uh, Google Podcast. Uh, we're on Spotify, which is still really cool to me. Uh, or you can do it from the BGN website, which is where the episodes drop first, I think, because of why and how everything's posted. So if you want it like an hour before everyone else gets it, definitely be sure to click that link when we tweet it out, because it'll, it'll be there for you fresh. Uh, also, if you want any scarves or anything like that, feel free to check out our friends Roughneck Scarves, roughneckscarves.com. 
Uh, and if you want any other merchandise, things like that, uh, designs done, anything you could possibly dream or think of, Golden Gold Press has got you covered. Uh, check those guys out, Golden Gold Press, uh, for all of your merch needs. Doesn't matter if you're a supporters group, soccer club, or just a random person that wants to put something funny on a sticker or a coffee mug, you can do that there. Golden Gold Press. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess I won't end on the Matt Turner joke. Uh, I'll just say thanks for listening. Uh, sorry for Paul's trash takes and uh, and yeah stay for chuck spiciness hopefully we'll have all four of us back next week that'd be cool first time in a minute but uh, other than that boys do you have anything else to say i'm actually being polite and letting you go first chuck wow i actually didn't have anything to say so i wasn't going to say anything i was really actually bracing for paul to say something even more ridiculous than i'm a martyr for you chuck so, you look uh, so sheepishly at me and i was Letting you, I was like, again, no, uh, another. No, that was just all of us bracing ourselves for what you were potentially gonna say. Yeah, I think we were both. Paul, do you do you quickly have any really bizarre thing you want to get off? Next week, I will be issuing my formal apology to Corey Burke for the reckless speculation that I've. We need to write him a letter and read it on the podcast. You should, um, you should partner with Flow Sports to get that streamed. Yeah, so it'll never happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll never reach the waves. It'll be real. Until next week, everybody. Stay. uh, Thanks for listening to Views from the Bridge, the podcast about the Philadelphia Union and sometimes DC United banter, I guess now. Uh, Always DC United banter. Always DC United banter. We'll see you after we beat Colorado and probably draw Minnesota. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge, a Philadelphia Union podcast. We can keep doing this through the help of our sponsors. The first, Roughneck Scarves. Roughneck Scarves is the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. The other, Golden Gold Press. Golden Gold Press is the best choice for you to get custom shirts, hats, mugs, and other items for just yourself or your organization. Go check out their amazing products at a fraction of the price of other places at goldengoldpress.com. Thanks to our network of soccer podcasts, the Beautiful Game Network. For your soccer news, opinions, and content, visit us at bgn.fm. Lastly, you can find us at VFTBpod on the Twitter and bgn.fm slash viewsfromthebridge with hyphens on the web. You can also find us wherever you consume your podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Go hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Thank you so much.